Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Learn how you can gain access to ad-free podcasts and full transcripts by visiting livinghour.org slash patron. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Gaining the Round Above, A Guide to Personal Efficiency by Gustavus S. Kimball, published in 1918. A wise philosopher once said, Time is the stuff that life is made of. Many people waste a great deal of time on trivialities, instead of putting their work where it will matter. When Drexilius was asked by a friend how he managed to accomplish so much, he replied, The year has 365 days, or 8,760 hours. In so many hours, great things can be done. The slow tortoise made a long journey by losing no time. The best way of all to have time is to form the habit of regular work, not to work by fits and starts, but in definite hours of the day, and to work six days of the week, not five and not seven. Successful women and men never waste time. They shape everything to a system. And to have no system, to do things in a haphazard way, is to abuse time. You must be hungry of time. Do not give away any moment without receiving something back in value. The hours that go from you should be valued as much as gold. Do not allow a single day to pass without receiving the treasure of your knowledge and virtue. The use of time is a debt we assume at birth, and only should be paid with interest that our life has accumulated. Then, too, we should also cultivate the habit of being punctual. The person who needlessly breaks their appointment 
shows that they are just as reckless with other people's time as their own. Every hour of your time is a portion of your life's opportunity and should be of immeasurable worth to you as well as to others. Cyrus W. Field, who helped lay the first transatlantic cable, said that he considered half of his success in life to be due to his punctuality. He was always at his office on time each morning. If he made an appointment to talk business with someone, he never failed to keep it. I have made thousands upon thousands of dollars by being on hand at the right moment, he said. I consider punctuality as strong a point in a businessman's favor is honesty. Once you let an employer understand that you are faithful in getting to work at the hour they have hired you to begin, they will have more confidence in you. Your chances of promotion will be far better than the one who sneaks in a half hour late with some poor excuse for their tardiness. Whatever I have tried to do in life, said a successful friend of mine, I have tried with all my heart to do well. Whatever I have devoted myself to, I have devoted myself completely. In great aims and in small, I have always been thoroughly in earnest. Likewise, Lord Nelson said, I owe all my success in life to having always been a quarter of an hour early. The person who is on time has the inside track, and the inside track is nearest the goal. Time is the most precious of all life's gifts, for no amount of money, no matter how large, can buy it. To be on time and to appreciate the value of time should be the rule of anyone who wishes for success. Promptness is the secret of success, for in its wake follows industry, economy of time, and a whole cluster of other virtues. Now let us talk money. Many people today measure success by money, and we may as well for the moment take the best possible view of monetary wealth the golden yardstick. To be rich seems to be the chief end of the success driven, but there is no question that an inordinate desire for money is the cause of many failures. The desire to be rich is not a safe impulse to effort, for success is found on a higher plane. Money is a good friend if rightly used, but money, power, and influence when controlled by selfishness, becomes curses that debase the mind and corrupt the heart. Having said that, every person should feel that it is better to be well off than poorly off. Money is personal power and must always be. Property, investments, deposits in a savings bank, to have these things provided they are gotten rightly, is always better than profligate spending that can never blossom into such things. There is nothing ethically wrong in getting riches honestly. The Bible speaks of the man whose lamb brought forth plentifully, 
you may be sure the land of this gentleman did not prosper while he wandered aimlessly about, or slept the idler's sleep. His fields bore abundant harvests because they were carefully tilled. You can be assured that his fences were not broken. His tools were not left to lie out in any weather. His seed was planted at the right time in the well-plowed ground, and that his crops were well cultivated. Remember, it is wrong to desire riches for itself alone, but it is not wrong to desire some good thing, and then seek riches as a mean to its attainment. How much better it will be for us when we see that money is only a convenience, that it does not bring happiness. Mahmud the great conqueror, when dying, order brought into his chamber his jewels, rich attire, and other tokens of his great wealth. He wept like a child as he looked at them, and said, What toils, what dangers! What anxiety these have cost me to get and keep, and now I must leave them all. That is what we should remember when we begin to get greedy for gold and riches. I must someday leave it all. Andrew Carnegie put it this way, Wealth can only bring happiness in the sense that it brings us greater opportunities for making others happy. The truest happiness... Indeed, the only happiness in life worth of the name is to make others happy, or at least, by improving their condition in some way, to make them happier than they otherwise would have been. Wealth enables its possessor to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, endow free institutions of learning, establish free libraries, found hospitals, do countless other good works. In this way, and in this way only, in the power of making others happy, can wealth in itself bring happiness. There is an old English fable about a barefooted boy, who while walking one summer day along the highway, saw in the dust a bit of gold. So excited was he by this piece of good fortune, that all the rest of his life he walked along the highway looking for gold. In the end he did live to a good old age, and accumulated quite a fortune, but he never saw the stars at night, or the sun, or the clouds of noonday. He paid no attention to the flowers by the wayside, and in the meadows. He did not see the mountains, the rivers, the lakes, the trees, or the birds. All that life meant to him was a dusty road. Wherever and anon among the dirt was to be found a piece of silver or gold. Life should mean far more than that. There is something vastly nobler and higher to be sought than mere gold. That is a character that is strong, a mind that is built up, and a heart that is kind. I've often heard people say, Oh, how I wish I were rich. If I had money, I would do this great work or that. Such people will never be rich. 
They haven't the purpose and practical frame of mind for it. They think of the fruits of victory without the struggle, not realizing that it is necessary to fix the mind firmly upon the making of money before it is possible to plan for its spending. I remember clearly when the financial plan, if I may call it so, of my own life was formed. It was out in Ohio, where I had heard a dear old minister say, Get money, get it honestly, and then give it wisely. I wrote that down in a little book. I have the little book yet, with that writing in it. I have tried ever since to get money honestly and give it wisely. People who have become rich are seldom those who started in business with capital, but those who had nothing to begin with but their strong arms and active brains. Women and men who learned in early youth how to practice the economy, without which few foundations are laid for substantial fortunes. In the words of Benjamin Franklin, the way to wealth is as plain as the way to the market. It depends chiefly on two words, industry and frugality. That is, waste neither time nor money, but make the best use of both. If you would be wealthy, think of saving as well as of getting. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.